You've heard me talk about Morning Kick, used by former karate champion Chuck Norris. It's a daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra-potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike other green drinks out there, this one tastes similar to strawberry lemonade, and I enjoy it. I know I don't eat as many vegetables as I should, but Morning Kick has helped me make up for that, and I feel great. I have more energy and better digestion. It's an easy part of my morning routine. My wife started taking it as well. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com forward slash Harris for up to 44% off your regular priced order. Plus, every purchase is backed by a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, a boost of energy, and just an overall healthier body, then go to roundhouseprovisions.com forward slash Harris today. Hey, everyone. For those who follow me uh, regularly, I am still in California as I'm recording this. Um, and it's our afternoon, the one afternoon we have here to go to the beach, visiting family. I haven't been able to see them since before COVID. And uh, originally, I'm actually from California. Many of you don't know that. But uh, so that's where I am. Um, and just um, had a, having a great time uh, seeing family. Um, had a great time uh, on our, our vacation. So, I mean, we've just got it, the visiting family and the vacation uh, out of the way. And uh, first time since uh, after COVID. So it's been nice to get out and looking forward to hitting the ground running when I get back to a more controlled environment next, uh, actually the end of this week. And uh, so you'll, you'll get some better quality podcasts, I think, once that happens uh, as far as the audio quality and I'll have some slideshows and the content will be a little different. But uh, for now, I wanted to just share a few thoughts with you that I've had about, um, it, it, it was sparked from a tweet that I saw uh, Ren Collective, uh, the band, uh, some of you know who that is, some of you don't. It's a Christian band that they play a lot of, um, it was kind of like folk-ish, it's like folk rock kind, I don't know how you'd categorize it, folk rock I guess is the best I can come up with, uh, music. Uh, that was their musical style. I actually saw them in concert once uh, years ago, back when they had an, an album called the Campfire Album, and I liked a lot of the songs on the album. I really liked Ren Collective, I remember at that time. And um, they had a song uh, called Build Your Kingdom Here. And I remember thinking, like, this is a great song. Like, I just, <laughs> it had a great beat. And I just thought the message was great. And I, I'm, I'm realizing now, I think that when they, what they thought of by building God's kingdom here was different than what I thought of by build your kingdom here. I think they were on the social justice train more. And this was kind of pre-social justice being big in evangelicalism. I was thinking more like people are going to get saved and, you know, the society is going to change, you know, strip clubs are going to shut down and bars aren't going to, you know, not going to be as many bars and these kinds of things because people are going to be saved. And it's, you know, that's the, the kingdom of God is you know, the church expands and it, it's, you know, build your kingdom here, more people coming to know the Lord. And, uh, I think they were saying a little, a little bit more than that. I think they were, I think they were, they weren't actually saying the same thing. I'm pretty sure now, but um, anyway, um, one of the things that I saw them post on social media the other day was it was just oh, it graded me. So I'm, I'm going to share it with you. You're getting my little rant about it. Uh, they said, we are a worship band for Christians who don't go to church. We are a worship band for Christians who don't go to church. Now, Ren Collective, you know, again, I said years ago, I, I liked their album. I didn't know much about them other than I liked their music. I know the Gettys have performed with them. I don't, I'm guessing they must have been more solid at one time. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where they're at. Maybe someone else knows, but 
that statement is uh, very troublesome to me. Um, why would you want, like, they're, they're saying, like, this is a good thing. They, you know, they want to be the worship band for Christians who don't go to church. And I'd like to suggest, number one, there can there be Christians who for a time aren't going to church? Okay, I'll admit that there can be someone who is saved, who is a Christian, but being a Christian means following Christ. That's what it means. It's a little Christ. And going to church, being part of a body, using your gifts to edify the body, is part of following Christ. Um, that's why the Holy Spirit gives us spiritual gifts. Um, we're supposed to place ourselves under the authority of elders and um, in the accountability of the body. Uh, we're not supposed to forsake the assembling of the saints. We, we, we were, there's no Lone Ranger Christians out there. Uh, if you're a Christian, you should be going to church. It's just a given. Um, I mean, it doesn't, it really doesn't make any sense to say that. Uh, we're, you know, we're, <laughs> we're a band for all the vegetarians who eat meat. It's like, well, could there be some vegetarians who for a time eat some meat and then go back to their veg? I mean, I guess, but it's just weird, right? So, um, anyway, this is uh, Rank Collective Experiment and what they think of their fan base and who they're trying to cater to, apparently. And they think this is a good thing. And what I've realized is there is something bigger going on here. This is just a symptom of it. There's something much bigger, and that is the deinstitutionalization, the deinstitutionalization of the church. Uh, the church is not a respected institution anymore in, in society. I mean, there's places in the South and in traditional areas where you might find that. But in general, uh, pastors, the, the clergy, are not respected, and... Um, and church isn't respected anymore. Uh, there's a lot of people who say they're spiritual. Even Christians now will say that sometimes. I'm very spiritual. Uh, but I'm not religious. You know, I don't follow a religion. And I think, you know, a lot of times there's like little clever catchphrases that people will use. Well, it's not a religion, it's a relationship. And I get what people are trying to say. I understand. But I think there's something larger going on that's motivating a lot of this, trying to get away from religion. Like, look at all the churches that are built now. Like the new churches, do they even look like churches? Most of the time they don't. They look like malls. They look like something corporate. And usually the, the emblems that they have, the, their slogans and their, their graphics they use for their emblems, it looks like a new fast food chain. It's, it's corporate. It's not, um, it's not a traditional looking, you know, it's not an institutional church kind of thing. In fact, I remember a few years ago, my wife and I went to this new church and uh, she knew the pastor, was good friends with him, kind of grew up knowing him. Uh, and uh, we went in this church and uh, the name, I'll, I'll try to withhold some of the facts just because of uh, connections, like family connections potentially. Um, but in the name of the church was the word cross. And I remember being at this church and, and you know, some fine people there, uh, but there's no cross <laughs> anywhere. I'm like, this is kind of weird. Um, and then there were like pictures of the local area. I felt like I was in a bank. I was like, I'm walking into a bank and this was their new building. And then, and I'm like, you know, oh, such a pretty building. And people were like, oh, the building's so great. And I'm like, I mean, it's a nice building. It's just not, it doesn't look like a church. And uh, most churches do not have graveyards anymore. I mean, that used to be the, you would walk past the graveyard. You'd be reminded of eternal things. You'd be reminded, you know, you're, you're heading somewhere else. And people don't like to be reminded of that anymore. Um, people live in the here and now. And um, it's like their fitness club. 
the restaurants they, they like to go to, their, their church, their, um, just their whole lives are becoming more streamlined. And it's, it's, like, um, it's like a drive-through in some ways. I mean, just everything's becoming fast, instantaneous. And what seems to be happening is the church is trying, I, I think what's happening is, and, and this has been going on for decades, neo-evangelicals especially are doing this, but it, it's, it's not just neo-evangelicals. Other denominations are starting to do this. They are trying to survive. They're trying to, to get, they want their churches and their ministries to survive. And the way they think that they can do it is by being something other than what they are. By being something more corporate. By being something that's purpose is more related to helping the community and less related to helping individual souls uh, on their path to eternity. And so it's very focused on the community, the programs that they have, um, all these kinds of uh, just gimmicky things to get people to come and participate. And I'm not saying all that's wrong. I'm not saying it's, it's, it's wrong to have all these community things. I'm saying there's an emphasis shift. That, that's what the point I'm trying to make. And the emphasis shift is that um, it's more focused on this world than the next. The only reason the church as an institution was significant in society was because it represented the world to come. And that's why often the church, even in the South, in New England it was definitely this way, but even in the South, um, the church had a central location in the town. Often in Southern places it was like, you had like a town... Um, I don't know, they call them town halls now, I guess, but like their, their, their government building or whatever. But the church was right there. And the, generally, the steeple, you know, was the highest thing. And some some, there's some towns that have an ordinance where you can't build anything higher than the, than the tallest steeple. And there's a reason for that. It's pointing up. It is important. It is the place you go to answer those eternal questions for marriage and the institution of marriage, for um, uh you know, baby dedications or baptisms uh, for um, funerals. I mean, it is the church that plays that significant role for the beginning of life, for the end of life, for the significant eternal things that God has implemented within life. And that's where you go to have your questions about those things answered. And it's, it's a very identifiable building. And now Christians want to figure it out on their own. They want to go to Google. They want to go to search engines, I guess, and figure it out. People who profess to be Christians, who are really more they profess to be spiritual now, they're doing their cafeteria-style Christianity, and they don't need the institution. They don't need they don't need uh, people that have dedicated themselves to studying the Word to, to explain to them what it means to help them understand it. Uh, they don't need um, the community of believers or the spiritual gifts that accompany that in their minds. Uh, all they need is themselves. It's very inward-focused, inward-directed, right? Uh, it is not uh, focused on eternity and eternal things. And I think that's what Ren Collective is tapping into. I think that they're, they see a market base for this and they think it's a good thing. The people who are Christians who don't go to church are going to listen to their music and this is such a good thing. Uh, and what they don't realize is they're sawing off the very limb they're sitting on. Because if there is no institution of the church, if it's not important, if... Uh, you know, people can just figure out all this stuff. They have all their needs being met within themselves personally. Then there's no reason for a body of Christ. There's no reason for elders or clergy or any of that stuff. And those answers, that the gnawing answers that we all have about why is there evil, about 
uh, the nature of reality itself, the purpose of life, all these things, um, that you're, there's going to be a void created. It already is. And there's going to be other things that will end up filling that void because I don't care no matter how much you want to be distracted by your cell phone or entertainment, eventually there's going to be a moment where you're, you're sitting there maybe at night laying in bed or something and you, those gnawing questions come to you. And rather than kick the can down the road, you're going to want them answered. And the logical place to go is, is church. Uh, there, it used to be very, it, was, it wasn't a mystery where to go to try to find answers for that. Um, now people are very confused. They're very displaced. And um, I see the Christian evangelical industrial complex uh, falling into the same trap of disparaging the institution of the church, making the church something that it's not, downplaying its significance, uh, making it about the here and now. And once you do that, you lose all the significance. There's no reason for a church if it's just about helping the community, if that's the main focus. Well, we help the community. That's, that, and, and so you'll listen to us more because that's something that you value. Yeah, you may value it, but there's other places that can help the community. You don't need a church for that. Uh, so anyway, that's a long kind of rant, I guess, but that's, that's what I attribute. That, that's the, what, what Red Collective posted is a symptom of a much greater disease. And um, because it doesn't make any sense, because it's an oxymoron to talk about Christians who just don't go to church and that somehow that being a good thing, you know, that it's like they have everything they need for spirituality in themselves. Um, it just means there's long term going to be less sales for Ren Collective. No one's going to want Christian music if there's if you really don't think there's any significance to the church. But you will be left with those eternal questions. And somewhere along the way, they're going to need to be answered. And uh, where, where is it going to be if it's not the church, if it's not that institution? And the church also, I should say this, I mean, they also filled, uh, they filled a role in society in, in for years with establishing hospitals and, and things that are genuinely uh, beneficial for society. Again, that's not the main purpose of the church. That's, that's a side benefit. Just like education is about learning, not socialization. But, but today, so many people make out like, education is about socialization. It's about this experience of college, of going to school and being around others and stuff. Like that could be a side benefit. That could be good. That's not the purpose of education. Just like the purpose of the church is not to build hospitals and to feed the hungry and all those. That's not the purpose of the church as a whole. Uh, that's, um, that's related to, I mean, I, I guess I could see because feeding the poor and doing good works and these kinds of things. Those are things that Christians are commanded to do, but they're not the thing that sets the church apart from other, uh, other, um, institute or other, um, organizations in society that can also just as easily feed the poor. Um, the church does it for a different motivation and the church does it for eternal reasons. And the church represents the eternal realm. And you take that away, you downplay that, and there's just no reason for the church anymore. But once you get rid of the church as an institution, all those side benefits also go with it and something has to fill the gap. And it's going to be the government, I think. The government's already, this is already happening. The government's going to take over those things. Either, either corporate, um, co corporate uh, interest or the government will take over those things. And people will, will be, there'll be less of a personal relationship and less... It, it, you'll be treated more like a number. There'll be more of a distance between the board controlling uh, who, who uh, gives out the, um, 
medical supplies, medical uh, benefits, uh, charitable donations, all these kinds of things, there'll be a board, an impersonal board of some kind that controls that, not loving pastors and a church where you can be part of it. And um, it's just, it's a different world we're heading into. And the Red Collective tweet just made me think of it. And it's kind of dumb, in my opinion. But uh, all right, so there, there you go. There's a rant for you. <laughs> um, maybe it'll make you think about uh, some of the ways that your church might be uh, doing, doing what I mentioned, uh, acting more like a corporation that uh, benefits the society rather than its primary purpose being an institution that helps people navigate uh, life so that they can be prepared for the next life. Um, you know, so may maybe you'll start thinking about some of the things that I'm mentioning and you'll start seeing them. And, and I, I hope that's beneficial to you. That's why I make these videos uh, is for you and for your benefit. So um, God bless. I hope uh, you're having a good time out there wherever you are enjoying the last days of summer. And there'll be more videos coming soon. Bye now. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.